I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's the Tired and Tested podcast. Enjoy the safe play zone over half an hour of laughs and the occasional little moan. Normal life and all this strife is what we like to speak. Things like saggy boobs and hangovers that last a freaking week. From perky tits to kill and it's a snack bitch when I'm dead. I'm realising the parenting is just living in bumworm dread. Happy listening to the podcast. Welcome to a brand new spanking episode of the Tired and Tested podcast with me, Sophie McCartney. We did it, guys! We made it! We made it through Christmas to a brand new year. Happy 2024 to you all. And to celebrate you for a little bit of a treat, because I brought in a very, very special, she's hardly ever on guest, it's Lucy with the French Head Babes. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm back. <laughs> she's back. There's no shaking this one. She's like a really awful case of head lice. <laughs> Just clinging on for dear life. I sure am. I sure am. Did you have a good one, babe? Did you have a nice crimbo? Well, it, December in general was just uh, a bit of a whirlwind. Oh, you had all your birthdays, didn't you? All the many birthdays of December for you. All the birthdays, including Jesus. We also then had our wedding anniversary. Of course you did on New Year's Eve. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, we didn't celebrate. No, because we don't. Did you go to bed at nine o'clock and not have sex? We went to bed at half past eight in my parents' house. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have sex in your parents' house? Absolutely not. Absolutely, Absolutely not. not. No, thank you. Yesterday was the first day that we dropped both children at nursery for the first time since 2023. It was so harmonious. It was like, oh my God, I've forgotten what it's like to not have children. I'm, I'm quite jealous. So my big two went to school this morning and then Nate was meant to be at the childminders today and he woke up last night at midnight with a raging temperature and just like such a grotty chest and then he was awake all night. So you have got a very, very sleep deprived Sophie today. Like my brain is not functioning properly. You know, your brain hurts. I'm at the brain hurting phase. So he's at home today. So yeah, so I'm, I'm, I've, been, I've been absolutely screwed out of it. However, I have to say, I like sleep deprived Sophie. Do you know why? You wrote a Sunday Times number one bestseller when you were sleep deprived. So, oh, I, I did I, do that. I, I did. <laughs> but I, I, you can, you can literally look at that book and you can tell the precise moment that Nate was born. <laughs> like it's all going fairly, like you know everything. You know, it's a little far fetched, but you know, it's 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 a complete, you know, plausible. There was plausibility that was going on in there. Gets to the point where Nate was born. I hadn't finished said book and I only had maybe, what was it, a month left that we could actually, we could stretch it out. It might have even been less than that. My deadline was two weeks before he was meant to be born and he turned up three weeks early, but they extended, I did get, I got a good grace extension, but I already had one. So, um, cause I just farted around a bit while I was pregnant, being sick and not writing my book. Um, and I just had to finish this bloody book. Oh God, it was, I don't recommend it guys. I don't recommend being, um, <laughs> just fresh out of the hospital and going right then. So I've still got about another 40,000 words to write. Good oh, off a pop. <laughs> <laughs> and it just got gradually more and more batshit. 
it got more and more batshit. But hey ho, that book was nominated for awards. It got Sunday Times number one. So, so maybe who knows what the heck is going to happen. I do remember though, I was seeing things. I was Alex Steve just thought I'd lost the plot completely. He caught me. I was on the kitchen floor on my hands and knees because I could see black things running all over the floor. And Nate had reflux as well. So he just wasn't sleeping at all. And I was on my hands and knees trying to find these black things. But it was all just like weird shit that's going on in my eyes because I was so freaking tired. I'm not at the, quite at that point. I just, I, I've possibly slept maybe three hours collectively over a 20-hour period. So I was listening back to, you know how we did the picky bits over Christmas, and there was a theme that runs through every single, pretty much every episode of the Tide and Tested podcast. Do you know what it is? Uh, general filth, debauchery, <laughs> sperm. Your kid's being ill. <laughs> it's your kid's being It's like, the kids are ill, the kids are ill, the kids are ill. <laughs> I feel like I've been absolutely battered. And that feel as well just didn't stop over Christmas. Like, you know, when people say, like I said to you, oh, did you have a lovely Christmas? And you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm like, no, my Christmas was miserable. <laughs> I was knackered. <laughs> I had so many people in my house. I wasn't miserable. That's not true because people do generally have miserable Christmases. But do you know what? Like, I just, I just entertained for people for a week, two weeks now. Where am I? Solid. I hardly heard from yourself. I hardly heard from I know. You. I, was, I was too bloody busy smelling like varying animal fats to um <laughs> to 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 be able to reply. The hands were too greasy from the pork to be able to type any messages back. Oh, to did you have you. a bit of pork? Oh, only all the other pork products, you know, like the bacon, the sausages, the stuffing, all of that. Yeah, no, we um we booked a bit. We didn't do turkey on Christmas Day. Um, I did a chicken because the kids won't eat any other kind of roast, and I did a um wagyu beef fillet, which was sublime. All right, sorry Nige. to the cow. All right, Nigella. I know. I know it was very nice. It was very nice. <gasps> but do you know what? Even doing all of that was less of a fast than doing turkey. Yeah, and I didn't get the horrendous turkey farts. Because that's the worst bit about turkey at Christmas, isn't it? Just the farts. Because I always used to think it was it was um, the stuffing, but it's not. It's the turkey, and like and my, I just react really bad to it to the point where st- like we'd be in the room, and Steve would turn around to me, and go, "Oh my god, the dog stinks!" And I go, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a fucking creature." <laughs> I stuffed a turkey for the first time this year. Never done it before. But do you know what the worst bit was? Was it sticking your hand in under the skin of a dead animal? That's pretty rank, isn't it? No, I quite enjoyed. I quite enjoyed like like sk- sk- like ripping the skin through. That was quite satisfying. Brilliant. Good to know. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out. Like, um, yeah. Sleep with one eye open. No, but whenever we get do buy a turkey, want to make sure it's like bread properly is that what you say bread did it cost six thousand pounds for a bird that nobody likes eating yeah and it was there was a lot left over but when it got it came got out the box it still had loads of the feathers like little bits stuck in it i had to get my tweezers out and that was the bit that was making me like want to fully vom i was like bikini wax you had to bikini wax your bird and then when i was doing it i was like why is there black oil coming out with it i don't know what this is it's something obviously something to do with like there must be some ink or something in the bird's feather i guess that's why a quill right no you dickhead a quill you dip in ink (laughs) (laughs) but is 
that not where it came from originally? Quills with yoldy turkey juices. Nip a turkey, nip a turkey feather and write your letters. Is that not how it started? Where was this black stuff that was coming out of my turkey's feathers then? Maybe you had a very um, like well-versed writing a Sunday Times number one turkey who was just like just plucking out one of its own feathers, dipping it in a bit of ink and then the farmer would come in and they go, oh shit, mustn't let it know that I'm on to, you know, writing war and peace and then pop the the feather back in. Maybe that's what you had. You had a scholar of a turkey. You murdered a genius. That's on you, babe. How was your Christmas then? How were the kids? Did Santa come? Did he empty his sack? I hope he didn't empty his sack in their bedrooms. He waited till he got downstairs, put it under the tree. Yeah, they did. You know what? They, I've got such a funny video. The, the kids were brilliant. On Christmas Day morning, it was so sweet because Nate is obviously, he doesn't he doesn't get it, but he understood the excitement. And so he knew that the other two were really excited. The little fuckers, by the way, I love them dearly, but I'm allowed to say little fuckers in this context, got up at half past five. Never in their lives have they got up early for anything like this morning first day back at school Steve was like pulling them out of bed at eight o'clock like they're not early risers and they've never done that before but half past five they got up came in and they were like happy Christmas my my near reaction was to just punch them in the face you know when you're just like oh my god like I had to like I was so asleep and Nate was asleep for the first time ever he'd slept through and I was just like shut the fuck up don't wait the baby and then Merry fucking Christmas go away yeah like Grinch incarnate and then I'm like, don't wake Nate up. It's too early. Go back to sleep in between us for an hour. I was like, we're not doing it. Absolutely not. He hasn't even been yet. He's not even been yet. And they're on like the Google, the Google tracker. See where they are the Christmas. He's still in Nova Scotia. Fuck off. Go to sleep. Then they're like, okay, we won't wake Nate up outside of his door. And then they was like, oh, God. So we got off early. But as actually, Steve always had to work on Christmas Day. He works Christmas Day and Boxing Day, which is a real shitter. But anyway, he had to be in for about nine. So we could have a few hours in the morning. So we got up at the crack and the kids had gone down and they always, they, they have this little debate about whose turn it is to open the living room door because Father Christmas leaves the presents into the tree in the living room. And um, and so they'd had a debate and they both decided between them that Nate could do it. I was like, oh, so it was dead sweet. So Nate opens the door, tries to open the door with a little bit of help. And then as soon as he's got his hand on the knob and it's twisted, they've then pushed him out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> See you later. <laughs> Nate's been floored, and then they've rushed to the tree. And then Nate staggers in a couple of seconds later. He takes one look at the gigantic tree with all the presents underneath, and he then turns right and he looks at the sofa that has the remote control unattended on it. And he just runs over to the sofa, jumps up on the sofa, and just sits there with the remote control like victory. Oh, <laughs> See you, losers. I'm putting on voice controls that you can't get off. And do you know what Nate and that bloody remote? Honestly, I don't know what he does with this remote. And I don't. It's very at the remote control age where he's just yeah. And you can't palm them off with the like the fake baby remotes because he's just like nah. Fisher Price have never made a decent telly in their lives. Like don't 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 like try and pull the wool over my eyes with that bullshit. Um, a set of car keys, but again, a real set of car keys. We've got. I got. I I, I paid like probably more than I should pay for a pair of like baby. I'm just doing air quotations, audio <laughs> listeners. Um for baby car keys like they're metallic like they've they 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 look like the shits apart from the fact that they're green blue and yellow and never have i seen a set of car keys that color but you know um and he's he has none of them he's just not interested whatsoever in them his other favorite things um are a hairbrush and a tampon out of my handbag bloody loves a tampon no pun intended 
on the bloody there. Well, we'll like if you give him a box of tampons, I should have just wrapped a box of tampons up for him for Christmas. He will sit there and just like wang around a tampon like it's no business. Yeah. Although he did undo one the other day and he had one in his mouth like he was smoking it like a fag. Uh, but it wasn't used. <laughs> it wasn't used. So that was all right. What did Barry get for Christmas? Did he appreciate it? Oh, we had a little bit of a fuck up with Boo, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> a bit of a parenting fail. I don't, did, like, did you get him a box of tampons? No, no, but I should have. Now that I know that, that's just, that's going to be... Mm. Just try them out on a bit of um, the uh, the super absorbent ones, they're meatier. Get, beg, better to get their hands around for the fine motor skills. I was that person that did try to do all of my Christmas shopping on Black Friday. I'd ordered so much stuff, I didn't know what was coming and what was. So then about a few days before Christmas, I was like, I need to start wrapping my presents. So I start wrapping, I was like, hang on. Bowie's, I was, I got him a little walker because he's cruising. So I got him this little walker and I was like, it's not arrived. So then I contact the company. I'm not going to say who they are. Um, and after three days of trying to contact them, they came back and they were like, oh yeah, it went out of stock. So you'll be getting a refund. And this is like two days, three days before Christmas. Yeah. So I was like, what the fuck am I going to get him? So I got him some disco lights. <laughs> because I thought, you know what? A little bit, a little bit of sense, baby sensory. A roll of tinfoil and some, and some lights. Lovely. So, so we got my, but we're, because they're so little, like we, I'm very much like, they'll get one present from Santa, a stocking, which is full of like snacks from the cupboard. And then they'll get one present from us. Like as well, and that's because it it gets stupid. So it does get stupid. But to make up for my um, good planning of the volume of presents, we did make up for in the volume of kids' present from Santa, which was a drum kit. <laughs> oh God, you absolute idiots! Why would you do that to yourselves? I know it's nice to nurture music, but would a recorder not have done? It, it, he's been talking about wanting a drum kit for a while because we, when we've been on tour, he loves having a little go on the drums and stuff. And so he's all been about the drum kit. And I was like, it's just, he's been obsessed and been asking and asking and asking. So then my friend Emma, who I trust a lot, she was like, oh, our Henry, when he was four, he wanted a drum kit. We got him this one from John Lewis. And she's like, Lucy, it's it, it's like plastic. It's not really, it's not really very offensive. It's not that loud. So I was like, brilliant, we'll get that. She lied. <laughs> oh, of course she did. She, she stitched you up like a kipper. His drumming technique is thrash. Yeah, thrash. Which, you know, would if, I, if you put me in front of a drum kit, to be fair, that would probably be my first knee-jerk reaction as well, to just beat the shit out of it. But you know what? When he's the next Dave Grohl, then, um, then you know, you'll be like, oh, we start you, those little videos of him on Christmas Day just beating the shit out of the drum kit. They'll be coming out, won't they? Exactly. You did a drum thing. kit. <laughs> Yay. Oh, of course. And what a great name to be a drummer. You thought that through. I like that. But my, I wish I could get my kids to stick to musical instruments. Jack went through a guitar phase. He got really into it. And then he'd asked for an electric guitar because he thought that was more cool. So we've got him an electric guitar. And now it just sits gathering dust in a corner. Now, Evelyn is also making a bid for it. So she is quite interested. So she's got a little pink. Oh, my God. I mean, God love her. She, she wanted to play guitar as well. But my daughter is not interested in taking any kind of lesson because um, Evelyn, God love her. And this is one of her great personality traits slash very annoying personality traits is that she can think that she she can do anything. Like, and, and I don't want to squash that because I think you need that self-belief, especially girls. You know, you need to think that you can do anything in life. The problem with it is, is that she thinks that she can already play the guitar and she cannot. She cannot. So she gets a guitar and she's like, mommy, I'm playing Taylor Swift. And she's just there just like, 
yeah, like basically doing what Kit is doing to his drunk kit, but on a pink guitar, just singing really out of tune Taylor Swift songs over the top of it. Oh, maybe our kids could start a band. <laughs> I did something that I've, I'm quite proud of. I've before we the new year, I decided I had to nail my laminated list. We've discussed this a little bit. Mm, it's a priority, that isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so I had I had six on my list, right? And I thought I have to I have to get it down to five. Never have I had such high engagement on my <laughs> Instagram stories as I did when I I saw this and. Um, and there was one person on your list that I didn't know who they were. And I sent you a message going, Lucy, who's Paul Nutkins? <laughs> Nobody. Just <laughs> couldn't read my handwriting. All I can remember was Terry Nutkins. Terry <laughs> Nutkins, who I think was a presenter on. That's how for now. Do you remember that? Yes, for now? remember That's that. How, for how to. How to. Yeah. yeah how, how to. to. Yeah, I do remember that. How to. Yeah, I think he might have been on that. Um, but who, who is who is Paul Nutkins? Paolo Nutini, babes. Paolo yeah, Nutini. Yeah, your handwriting needs some work. Whatever, whatever. It's, <laughs> it it's did actually, not look like Paolo um, It's more of an artist scroll than uh, right. the case of handwriting. Yeah. So, right, I'm going to tell you yeah. who my top six... Oh, no. I actually had tops. I had seven. So I had Harry Styles, obviously, because yeah. I love him. Ryan Gosling... Bradley Cooper, mm. David Beckham, current day from the Bex documentary. Oh right, yeah, not like nineteen nineties Bex and no. wrong. No, nope. um, right, okay. Then very specifically, Brad Pitt in Fight Club when he's uh, Tyler Durden, right, but not as he is not now. now. Yeah, mm. Paolo Nutini, Paul Nutkins, <laughs> and then Alex Turner from the Arctic Monkeys. Right, so they were my seven. Who do you think I scrolled off straight away as uh, after like because I hadn't looked at a picture of him for a very long time? Arctic Monkeys, dude. Arctic Monkeys. He got crossed off. Uh, is he not aged well? No, he's not aged well. And also, he was. He used to be. But you could have had him from the past. Yeah, but no, I think I've I've matured in terms of my taste. Uh, yeah, Alex Turner. He went. He he was taken off, and then I put it out to the general public. And it was it was very interesting to see the response. My question was, who do I ditch? Who to dump? Who did people want you to dump? Um, so there were a lot of people saying Ryan Gosling with a vomity face. I mean, I'm not being funny. Like, oh. Ryan Gosling might not be your favourite looking guy, but I certainly wouldn't put a vomit. Have you seen him in the notebook? He's, I reckon he's funny, Gosling. I reckon Gosling's good crack as well. And he's married to Eva Mendes. Hot. Yeah. Hot, hot, hot. So lots of people were anti-Gosling. Lots of people were anti-Bradley Cooper as well. Oh, yeah. Do you know what? I don't think he'd make mine. I mean, if I was single and in a bar. Yeah. <laughs> After a few marks. He might, he might After a few marks, yeah. yeah. And he was like, in the shalalalalalos at me. <laughs> then maybe. But um, I, I don't know. I don't think I'd risk my marriage for him. I don't, that's a bold statement. I don't think I'd risk my marriage for Bradley Cooper. You, would, you wouldn't laminate him? No. I wouldn't laminate him. Okay. Right, well, I, I, can, I can tell you that my 2024 hall pass shagging list... 
Hang on, yours changes every year. You get to relaminate every year. <laughs> I think so. Is I think like it your, is. I think is it this is. your Christmas tradition? This is my, you this, this is my new. You write a little list. My, no, he's your not list to Santa. <laughs> he's not allowed one okay of course he's not he's not allowed one he's the one that travels around the world he leaves me here okay so if one of these five men come to my door i mean he could be shagging the people on his laminated list because he's always away stop it <laughs> stop it um okay so i am delighted to reveal that lucy's laminated list Drum roll. is in fifth place it's Brad Pitt in Fight Club as Tyler Durden. Brad is devastated right now that he's only made it to fifth place on some random bird in Newcastle's laminated list. <laughs> and from when he was 20. Yeah. Not even now. She wouldn't even have you now, Brad. Do you know what? He's lucky to have made the top five. Think about think about the competition. <laughs> You'd just be grateful, Brad, that you're on there. Billions of people in this world. Um, in fourth place, I'm going Bradley Cooper. Okay. Right? Okay. Third place... Bex. Current Beckham. Yeah. But but right, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna interject here. Um I I think um did you see the bit where he cooked one mushroom on a grill and then had to clean it for half an hour? I don't think I could do that. I don't like seen stay in my kitchen after I've cooked tea for three kids. He'd he would be a nightmare, I reckon. But babes, I'm not talking about marrying him. I'm talking about this is my laminated shag list. Just a quick shag. But what if he was like, sorry, mate. Sorry, Lucy. I'll, I'll, I'll be there in a minute. I just need to, I just need to sort my mushroom out. <laughs> like, I don't know. Be like, which one? Which one? <laughs> Your little button mushroom. <laughs> oh, your mushroom. <laughs> sorry, Lucy. I'm here now. I'm here now. I've polished my mushroom. Mel, like the forest. But, but I'm ready to go. <laughs> it's fine i'll deal with it i'll deal with it okay uh, right all aboard listen. the foraging train <laughs> you can have your laminated list um right in, in second place it's paul nut it's paul nutkins because i went down <laughs> i went down i went down a hole <laughs> I went down a hole. Because that's how for now. <laughs> yeah, I went, I went, I, I went into a Paolo Nutini, and then because I wanted to prove to you who Paolo Nutini was, I then was looking for the sexiest <laughs> pictures of Paolo Nutini, and I was like, I was getting, I was getting hot. I was like, oh my god, he's this is this this oh god, exercise. I've, just, I've, I've done. I've yep. done Paul Lutkins a solid here. He's, yep. he's gone above bloody Brad Pitt. What Absolutely. universe Paul Lutkins I know, above right? Brad Pitt? Or I know. The very special one that lives in Lucy's head yep. and vagina. <laughs> <laughs> and then in the top spot, it is, of course, Harry Styles. Harry, Harry, with his watermelon sugar high. You had a near... I was so upset you? with your husband for this. <laughs> I was so upset. So um, Jez was, I was out with um, Dermot Kennedy, not O'Leary, as I <laughs> call him constantly. <laughs> it's Jez touring with Dermot O'Leary again, uh, another Dermot. Um, and, um, and he was in Australia and uh, he had to, had to, because it was a fucking chore, <laughs> chaperone backstage, Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> oh my God. He, he. He was in the company of Thor, mm -hmm. who mm -hmm. I haven't ranked him, to be fair, on my list, because I still haven't completely sorted out the life admin on my laminated list, if I'm being honest. But he's he's heavily up there. So Luce was like, right, can, can you FaceTime? So <laughs> <laughs> Jez was like, absolutely <laughs> not. Am I asking 
Thor, God of Thunder, to FaceTime your mate. But this is the difference, <laughs> because obviously, if you think about it, if it was me there, you know, you know I would have him strapped, strapped to a wall. <laughs> you'd have him on top of a car ready to get him on a like you know like how you see like people with canoes on the top you yeah. somehow wrestled yeah. him onto the top yeah. of the car form you strapped him up and we're about to drive him a really long way back to you for christmas driving home for christmas, for christmas. Yeah. But, like you see the christmas trees on the top of the car that's what christmas would have been in that netting just on the top of a car <laughs> tie his hands down so he can't reach for his hammer <laughs> Nothing to see here, customs. <laughs> Just importing an Australian hunk. So, okay, well, I want you to work on your laminated list because you're going to work it next week. I'm going to work on my list for next week. And you're doing some touring this year. Yes. You might be going further afield. Can't say anything yet. I might be going further afield. I'm, I might be. Oh, all I'm saying is Chris might be happening. <laughs> lock up. Mrs. Hemsworth, lock up your sons. You need to get that laminated <laughs> list laminated, okay? I need to get it ready. Yeah, okay. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss all right Luce like new year new urban dictionary corner I feel that you know this is new beginnings for you that you could turn over a new leaf and we could not have some filthy word or phrase that's about to come out of your mouth what do you reckon oh well that would just be boring <laughs> just be the actual dictionary wouldn't it we it have would be recorded it would be the actual dictionary we've we have we have actually recorded a fair few urban dictionaries that haven't made the cut because they've been too dull there are also some that have, haven't made the cut because they've been absolutely <laughs> have been, have been too not not close to the bone they've drilled their way firmly inside of the bone yes and have operated as like a steel plate to the bone so um yeah that so go on right go on i'm, I'm at the edge of my squeaky seat i like i like this word sophie mccartney what is oh this is with the accent this is gonna be this what is what <laughs> boofing <laughs> boofing <laughs> boofing Boofing. Boofing. What boofing. 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 Uh, okay. Right. My mind's gone to two places. Come on. I'm going to go first one. Okay. Is it... Oh, it's dirty. <laughs> it's dirty. Is it like when you are... <laughs> is it when you are like mid-sexual flow mm-hmm. uh, and 
the partner it, well, it could be you or it could, could be your partner mm-hmm. stops what, what? <laughs> <on>. it stops <laughs> come on turn around and fart in their partner's face and then kind of use their hands to buff it into their nose. <laughs> Is it that? They're kind of waft with their hands, like they boof, they boof it into their face. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Is it that? Is that, Is that a bit of boofing? <laughs> oh, oh, hey, Pat, she boofed in my face. <laughs> boofed. Boofed. Lovely. It smelled, but I like it. I like it. I feel, I, I, I feel like you've got that from a poof of smoke. <laughs> Is that yeah, where it came a, from? <laughs> yeah. A poof of smoke from your bum. A, a, bum, a, a bum, a bum, a bum boof. A bum boof is a boof. It's a boof. A boof. <laughs> It's not. It's to not. be fair, I think I probably accidentally boofed in the <laughs> face a few times. I thought you weren't meant that now. Yeah, yeah. It's radical. <laughs> I thought you meant you've just accidentally boofed now. No. 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 Just my no, chair. No All right, so again. Yes, yes, just, just my chair. chair. Um, right, no, that's not what it is. Okay. What was your other? What was your other? Because you started. Oh, the other one was quite... The other one was quite dirty in comparison. It Go was um, a, a bit... Um, something about Mary orientated where... Where some kind of fluid from somebody has uh-huh. ended up in somebody's hair, and uh-huh. they use it a bit like Batiste to get a bit of volume in. Hang on, we did this one though. What was it called? Yeah, Ke- Dirty Kevin. A filthy Kevin. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, not that. No, it's not that. No. Um, okay, then I'm. I'm. Um, Are you all a out? Boof. A boof. A boof. Or okay, is it when? A large-breasted lady mm. gets her boobs mm. and smacks them on either side of the man's face like a symbol or lady's face and goes boof with her, <laughs> her boobs. Do you know you're close? Oh, is it close? You're close. You're close. So, on, what is it? this is a little-known secret about lesbian sex. Boofing oh. is the official term for when two women's breasts rub against together and they create a farting noise. You're gonna have to be rubbing quite hard to get them to fart though on each other, but you know. Oh I don't oh I mean very different, but sometimes I sit up for my exercise mat after a sit up and my back connecting with the mat lips that a big fart. So <laughs> very similar to having it's not sex quite the same. <laughs> it's it's not quite the same. <laughs> it's not quite the same. <laughs> But, you know, I'm just saying, you know, like, you know, it might not be as hard as it sounds. There we go. Okay. There we go. That's boofing. Um, Would you like, would you like one more? This one was penned in 2009. Okay. But I feel like I now know what this is. So it's taken a good 14, 15 years. Do you know what the New Year's crew is? The New Year's crew? Yeah. No, unless you work on a boat at New Year. 
No, a New Year's crew. What was? Or it's just like your mates that you always have around a New Year. Like New Year's crew. I have a crew. So you've got you've New got year's to be crew. careful. You've got to be careful, guys, because you don't want to be called. Oh, look! Check her out. There she is. There they are. The New Year's crew. You don't want to be the New Year crew. Do you know what it is? Oh, go on, go on. So solid. Tell me what it is. <laughs> down, down with the kids, babes. It's the people who swarm into the gyms in the week of New Year's. Oh. And they just go for like a few weeks. So it's almost like, you know, oh. like the actual gym people. And they're like, oh, yeah. here come the New oh. Year's crew, guys. Here come the New Year's. Yeah. Well, you and I aren't like that, are we? Because we're, we're prolonged fitness wankers nowadays. Uh, we have had four weeks off, though. But we're back in. We're back in. Back. We're back. We're back. We're back for New Year. We're back, we're back for back. New Year. So yeah, there you go. Don't oh, be part of the New Year's crew, guys. Keep it up. Don't be hurt the New Year's crew. Prove them wrong. Yeah. Longevity and all that. Right. Moving on, I think to something a little bit more savoury, a little bit more wholesome for all the family to enjoy. I had a parenting fail. I um, a couple of nights ago let my children watch dodgeball. <laughs> I saw this on your Instagram stories. Where does it rate? Proceed with caution. Or? It's it's quite bad. Okay. It it's quite bad. Yeah. So there's a bit where he um so uh, Ben Stiller he pumps up. As remember, he pumps up. He wears like this little silver suit with a big kind of pouch on over his willy and he pumps it up to make his willy yeah i mean jack's finding this absolutely hilarious so he's there like pretending he's pumping his own willy off and we were just like oh dear god oh dear god Uh, then there's a bit where he's pleasuring himself with a piece of pizza you know because he used to be fat didn't he the guy the the guy from globo gym and he used to be fat so he's having a wank with a piece of bait with a piece of god that's that'll be an urban dictionary somewhere somewhere and then they actually get to the the dodgeball tournament and their outfits get mixed up with a local S&M club and so all of their outfits are like S&M gear which like, they've got like the things in their mouths and the chains like, and the kids were just like when I mean, they were oh laughing their heads God. off they were like what is that and then I forgot at the end so this Jack was like oh there the looks like there's something after the credits there's like a bit you know once the credits are oh finished. no and how it ends is he's fat again. Ben Stiller's character's fat again. And he's sitting there eating a bit of chicken. And it's it's to do with Chuck Norris. And he goes, fucking Chuck Norris. So there was that to contend with. <laughs> and then he's got these big, like, gigantic boobs. Like, because he's so Man fat. Boobs. And at the end, he picks them up. He's got a boob in oh, each God. hand. Oh, and he's like, jiggle, jiggle. Like, jiggling them, jiggling them around. And the kids were just like, they were crying laughing. Oh, my goodness. And, like, Jack's like, jiggle, like, jiggle, jiggle around <laughs> the living room. And so I was like, oh, my God, I know that this is the first thing that they are going to talk about when they get into school today yeah and then nate's laughing his head off because he's still up nate's watching it as well laughing his head off because the big kids are laughing i reckon i might get a phone call today on to so this is uh this parenting fail is actually from it's our first male parenting fail oh it's from a daddy which we love so this is from chris I've told you now, Chris, Chris, so it's not anonymous. I love the fact as well that he's not anonymous. He's just like, that's the difference, isn't it, between men and women? We'd just be like, oh my God, no, can we just make this anonymous? It was so bad. And he's like, here I am, loud and proud. So so Chris says, hi there, love the podcast, love the books. Um, And also would love to see you uh, if you were coming to do shows in Cumbria at some point. So we'll have to check and see when when you've got Cumbria shows on. Yes. So uh, my parenting fail is a bit of a double whammy. It was last year when my daughter was two. Great age. 
One day after morning nursery, my daughter had both a dentist and a doctor appointment, one after the other. So I took it to the dentist. When I was there, I was asked to prove that I was her dad. So like DNA. Yeah. So I had to give like her date of birth, full birth name, address, blah, blah, blah. I was a bit annoyed at this because the mum in front of us who was there with her kid, she wasn't asked to do it. Anyway, didn't think too much of it. Got the dentist over with. After the dentist, we go to the doctors. Got to the doctors and at reception, once again, asked to prove if I was my daughter's parent. Went through it all again, sat down to wait. I noticed a few other mums waiting, so I asked them if they also had to prove that they were their kids' parents. All of them said no. So I was really confused and, as you would be, a little bit annoyed by this. Mm-hmm. The nurse turned up and called us in. What happened next? <laughs> Not my proudest moment. <laughs> the nurse, who wasn't very nice to begin with, asked me to once again prove that I was my child's parent. At this point, I'd had enough and I refused. The nurse then said <laughs> I had to if my daughter was to go ahead and get her vaccinations. So, to my shame, I said in a really sarcastic tone, no, this isn't my daughter. I just picked up a random child and decided to take a series of arranged appointments that I somehow knew that they had. This was... Sarcasm gets you nowhere. A big mistake. Do you want to know what happened next? Oh, God. They called the police. Oh, <laughs> So the police were called in and he had to deal with the police. He said, I explained everything that happened and they were very understanding. But then they had to call my wife to confirm who I was. I was then let go and told to be more careful about what I say next time. I'm still making up to it for my wife for getting the call off the police. Is it common for dads to be asked to prove who they are to doctors and dentists? Is this a thing? Well, I don't, I mean, oh, I, I don't know. I mean, that's a great story. Um, imagine that, just taking your kids to go and get the bloody MMR and getting cuffed at the same time. Oh my God, but I, um, I, I'm just trying to think, probably I've been in and out of the doctors quite a bit with my two. No, I don't think so. Clearly, when I, I've never seen it because when I'm there, I'm not asked. But I'm going to find out. I'm going to ask if this is a thing because it feels like... Yeah, no, I just have to give their name and what time that their appointment was for. But yeah, let's put this out to the group because that's that's bad, isn't it? Isn't it? That is very bad if the dads are having to prove. It's quite, like, it's not very 2024 of us, is it? Okay, let's put this out to the group and see whether how many, how many other dads have been arrested whilst taking their kids to the dentist. All three of you that are listening, if you could let us know. <laughs> <laughs> but I like this. Or maybe like... you are the partner of a dad who this has happened to. Maybe it's possibly, yeah. So thank you, Chris. Thank you, Chris. Your iconic mascara is on its way. <laughs> Joy. Maybe give it to your daughter or your wife to make up for the police phone call. Maybe, just saying. 
here, first episode of 2024 in the bank. Thank you very much for listening. Um, if you would like to come back next week, that would be grand. We're going to have more debauchery, probably Lucy, I would say, from Urban Dictionary Corner. And like I said, there's quite a strong percentage that that's going to be the case. There's going to be more tales of parenting fails, maybe more people being arrested in NHS settings. Who knows? And um, if you have your own parenting tale or fail that you would like to send into us, you can send it to tiredandtested at acast.com. And everyone that we read out, we will send you a very, very lovely and quite frankly, the only mascara that I swear by, Iconic London Triple Threat Mascara. Luce, any other points of admin? Think about your laminated list. I want your laminated list next week, just ahead ahead of the tour, which there are still final dates remaining for Sophie's 2024 tour. And we'll see you next week. Hit the jingle. It's the Tired and Tested podcast. Enjoy the safe play zone over half an hour of laughs and the occasional little moan. Normal life and all this strife is what we like to speak. Things like saggy boobs and hangovers that last a freaking week. From perky tits to kill and it's a snack, bitch, when I'm dead. I'm realising the parenting is just living in bumworm dread. Happy listening to the podcast. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.